0: Hey, great day. Welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. In today's episode, I want to share a response that came through our community. And I thought it was an excellent question to pull into the podcast. So one of our students in our program had asked the following, how did you know that you were ready to expand your practice? What type of mindset systems, revenue, et cetera, did you have to consider? Was your vision clear on what that expansion would look like before you started? So I think that is an excellent place to start considering this is the time of the year that I start introducing expansion toward the therapist community that I serve. So I want to walk you through a few things that I considered before expanding into various streams of income, specifically under the mental health umbrella for business. Okay. So number one is that I recognized that my vision had always been big in terms of what I wanted. And I really am big on impact. I really am all for serving a large group of people. I don't believe that I was given this gift as a teacher on accident. I've been a college professor for over 18 years. Um, I have been speaking. I have been doing keynote speaking And it just really fell into place for me also online and clearly through a podcast. So I realized through my vision that I needed to position myself to be able to serve more people. But the only way that I was going to be able to do that is to get very creative with the services that are offered. So that moved me into the next thing that I considered, which was my time. In order for me to make a big impact, I realized that if I can't clone myself, I have to train other people to offer additional services like me. So what I realized that had to happen over time, whether it be through private practice, which grew into a group practice fairly quickly, and some of my individual coaching over time turned into group coaching programs was that if I truly wanted to make the impact that was in the vision that I saw, I would need to move toward a group impact because if I'm only serving one-on-one individual clients, that means that I'm limiting my gift and my capacity. So the narrative that I had in my head definitely needed to change. I had created a narrative in my head that the only way that my clients would receive breakthroughs is if they were seeing me individually. Um, And that's simply not true because... By the birth of the Dope Therapist Academy, the Elite Coaching Mastermind, the VIP experiences, the retreats, the virtual events that I have online for CEs or boot camps, it's very clear that when the right people come together, great things happen. So one of the things that I had to highly take in consideration is that I needed to become a higher level leader beyond just a therapist, meaning I needed to become the CEO in my mindset. I needed to strap on my boots and realize that if I don't know what to do in terms of HR, I need to go invest in a coach that can help me do the things to take care of my business, take care of the people that I hired, and make sure that my back office is running smoothly because the whole goal of having a business on the other side of impact, is profitability, and also not needing to be there in my business every single day of the week, right? So when I decided to serve who I loved, because at one point I was serving everybody, whether it be in private practice, digital products, services online, it did not matter. I didn't know how to say no because I was in the thirst trap. That's why I talk about that and I can laugh about it because I've been there, right? But once I realized that I was becoming burnt out from my own business, which is not the goal. I decided to slow down and say no to a whole lot of opportunities in which it did not align with the person that I was becoming. I also realized that as soon as I made that decision, I reached into a state of overflow. Not that my cup was full, it was overflowing with clients opportunities, but they were also clients and opportunities that aligned with what I wanted to do. So my question to myself at the time was, do I have, or am I willing to learn the leaderships, leadership skills to onboard and train other people to take over my business so that I can go and do the things that I love so that I can show up in my genius zone? right? So a part of me, a big part of me was like, you know what, if this is what you need to do to go all in and go to your next level, I want you to go for it. And also I was in the space where I'm very open to feedback. I know that I do not know everything. And I think that that's part of the problem with a lot of entrepreneurs. And I'm going to say, therapist because we have a title, we have a licensure. Sometimes we mistake the licensure with, you know, how to run a damn business. And even in business school, they don't teach you how to run a business. They teach you maybe how to look at metrics, but they don't teach you how to run a business. So again, if you don't know how to do something, why don't you learn how to collapse time and go and find someone who can teach you how to do it and can guide you and mentor you and coach you down that process versus trying to figure it out all on your own and you take forever. So over time with me understanding what my mission was, what my impact was supposed to be, and the fact that I needed to really show up as a leader, not just a psychologist and learning how to say no and learning how to put up boundaries and go all in for me. That's when I started to invest in marketing courses Online courses that would teach me how to create my own online course, email marketing courses, membership launching courses, branding courses. I can go on and on. But at the end of the day, what I can say is that I've invested well over half of a million dollars in my business in the last four to five years because I knew what I wanted. And I also knew that I did not have the skill set in order to implement the things that I needed in my business. So to go back to the person's original question, how did I know when I was ready to expand? For me, it was really about combining my mission and the goal to make a bigger impact and looking at my current capacity. My capacity as a solo practice owner was that I keep getting clients that may even want to do therapy in Spanish. I keep getting clients that I have to turn away, but they're still my ideal client. I wonder if I can find other therapists that can serve these clients so that I don't have to turn people away. Because it's also clear that these individuals were looking for someone of color in a very small subsidy where I had my physical office at, and it was not any clinicians of color when I first started outside of one and he was not even doing therapy. He was doing psychological testing for children who were being tested for autism. So hence... I was the only one at that time, at least in the first few years. And then I opened up a group in which I hired up to seven or eight additional therapists that pretty much covered the freaking rainbow. So for me, I was trying to prevent burnout of my own business. That was number one. In terms of mindset, my mindset came from what is my gift? How am I supposed to be showing up? What is my purpose? And am I doing what I'm supposed to do every day in my business to show up in alignment with that purpose? And over time, time, what I realized is that even for business coaching, I was really good at what I did. And I'm a teacher. So I know how to break things down very thoroughly. But at the end of the day, it wasn't like extra, extra excitement because they weren't therapists and I felt like it was a bigger give back for me when I was giving back to the individuals who are in the same field as me, but also a lot of them look like me and they've never seen someone that can teach them what I can teach them. So yes, I had that gift to break things down further. I looked at revenue. So I had a situation that happened at my county job where I already knew that I was going to leave my job. Now, unfortunately, because of circumstances and my panic attack situation, I ended up leaving the job six months earlier than my anticipated leave date, which means that I did not have a large sum of money stored away. That is not best practices. However, what I can say is that I had already been running a solo and a group practice for four ye- or three or four years at that point. So why am I sharing this with you? I did not just hop off the boat at my job and then build my practice. I made sure that I was gonna go all in and bet on me before I even decided to leave my job because I would have sucked the that panic attack if I knew that I was not making money on the side. All that opened me up for was more opportunity and availability to then take all these people on the wait list and put them on my caseload if I chose. It also gave me more time to pour into the clinicians that were operating and running my business when I wasn't there. Okay. So in terms of the second part of her question, was your vision clear on what that expansion would look like? Absolutely not. I broke down how I was doing a lot of the, I'll take this, I'll take that. I didn't know how to say no. And what I will tell you is that I'm grateful for the process because I believe that it made me stronger into the person that I am today. And I also do not regret how long it took me because if I didn't allow myself to go through that process, I would not be a walking testimony for my clients. Therefore, when they talk about being stuck in this, Area of not wanting to niche down, you know, to to a little bit, right? I understand where they're coming from because I've lived it, I've walked it, so I can empathize with them, and they know my story, which means that they can know, like, and trust me a lot quicker because I'm not just a random person saying I think I understand what you're going through, but I really don't know, or I'm not a therapist, so you know, we'll just ride the wave, <laughs> you know, I can really, really relate to my clients on a multitude of levels. Okay. So I really enjoy questions like this. If you have my text number, if you're on Instagram, when I poll my audience and say, what topics do you want me to cover for the podcast? As long as we're not violating the fidelity of our, our proprietary information and our courses, I don't mind sharing the what, and some of the how, as long as it doesn't give away the stuff that we give away in our program. Sometimes people need to hear this information to then understand why our community works for our clients, all right? So if you want to stay in touch and you want to get daily business affirmations and motivational affirmations or to-dos um, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I send them daily, then text the word ABUNDANCE to 310 388 8603. In terms of the Elite Coaching Mastermind, we are wrapping up interviews this Friday on September 23rd, 2022. So if you are not prepared to apply, meaning you have not been making any money in your business consistently for the last six months, you just started your solo practice, you're not licensed, um, you have no streams of income right now whatsoever on your own beyond a nine to five job, ECM is not the right program for you. And I just like to take the time out to talk about who it's not good for because I don't want people wasting their time and or people in our dope therapist Academy for solo private practice, make it a goal of theirs to say, okay, if this is what she needs in order for me to qualify, and I really want to scale my business one day, what do I need to take care of right now for my solo practice to make sure that my... My, my eggs are in a row. You know, my ducks are in a row, okay? So I've really enjoyed your time today tuning in. Make sure that you share this episode with another therapist that can benefit from it. I would be very grateful if you can rate our podcast at five stars and also leave me what is your biggest takeaway that definitely helps our podcast be found by other therapists. So I will see you in the next episode. Bye. .com.